welcome to the freaking podcast. I'm a, the host, uh, Spencer, and it's thatting happens. Oh boy! And I'm joined today. I'm not joined actually. I'm not joined today by Kevin, the audio villain. I don't know. Um, who knows? Uh, but but in, instead. You know, if we get time to it, we have a call with one of our most famous friends, Jeff Davis. Uh, but oh, first, oh shit! <laughs> what's up, man? How's it going? Wait, no, you said but first. What, what, were, what were you going to say? I was trying to misdirect the audience so that when you chimed in, then they would be like, "Oh, he's just—is he doing a joke?" And then they hear you, and then they're like, "Holy fuck! What? Ah!" You know, everyone's going fucking nuts, like, like because that's what's happening. I don't know if you know that, Jeff, but that's what's happening right now. That's happening. Um, and everyone's going fucking drink. nuts. Yeah, because Every- you're here. You're oh back. My God, the pressure is almost unbearable no no you're already you're already making it making it work so let's get some information so i've heard you were um digging a big hole is that is that true is that accurate what have you been doing lately i have been digging an enormous uh fissure in the ground and uh and hiding inside of it until COVID is over now i've been traveling around the goddamn country like a maniac uh and i'm i'm currently sitting in a hotel room bed uh, in Santa Barbara, California, and I have a lovely day off. It, it, by the time you, you you will all hear this, uh, it will be past Thanksgiving. But my Thanksgiving, I had the opportunity to go home back to LA and be with friends and family. I chose to just have a day off and just wow. uh, convene with you all and Spencer Crittenden, my my dear friend, who I uh, and I, I feel like the prodigal son has returned. <laughs> um, and I hope the show has uh, been awesome uh, in my absence oh it's been so good oh man we had abed on oh boy we had abby on um it was it's been a lot of fun um we had simon on you you remember simon um but uh what i wanted to circle back to was we talked about you were digging a hole and then you kind of yes ended it into you were digging a fissure and i just wanted to say that like man imagine the hubris a guy must have before he's like yeah what i'm doing is actually a fissure (laughs) like it's not (laughs) it's not a ditch it's not a hole it's not a tunnel i'm actually going for the full fissure (laughs) yeah i don't know I, i i think my motto spencer is if it's worth doing it's worth overdoing (laughs) <laughs> and uh wh- why dig a hole uh i, I certainly you know, want to be a man who can make a fissure um i think you know the engineers behind the intercontinental ra- railroad i think they dug some fissures didn't they i believe but, you i, mean, I they, don't know they, they used a lot of dynamites not that, is that <laughs> cheating to to use dynamite to make a fissure no i think that's one of your main tools i think if we're talking about actually making you know a fisher to write home about i think you got to be using explosives and and probably at what what point do you elevate do you graduate from hole to fisher like what 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 is what is the uh the the criteria for for fisherdom like how how big how big does the hole have to be and how wide and how long for it to actually achieve fisher status well, it certainly it feels like in the uh, what do you call it in the common usage of the term, like the insinuations of the term. Uh, if it feels to me like a fissure is something that kind of happens suddenly, 
it's like an event, you know, it's like the ground is suddenly rent by a fissure, uh, like an earthquake happens and it forms a fissure or a rock, you know, cracks right. off of a cliff or something, you know, it's usually, it I, usually I seems the, like, a like big, I think if you're like Lewis and Clark or Sacagawea and you're, you're traveling out West and then you come across a fissure, I think, I think you can like, it's not a Valley. It's not a ravine. You go, Oh shit. I'm looking at a fissure. Yeah. Like something, ge something geological, yeah, so a ge geological event must have taken place to to create a fissure. Mm -hmm. But I think I think you could I think you could engineer. I think you could go look at a flat piece of land and go, "I'm gonna make a fissure up in this piece." <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You drill a hole and drop some dynamite. You might be able to to fissure. Yeah. Get you know. You might be make make yourself a pro proper fisherman. Jesus Christ, couldn't get that out. You can um, make a fissure of men. <laughs> that's a that's a real jesus christ um <laughs> but so you're in santa barbara um how how have you been there too long was how, how you know are you set no, down we, we we did a show here last night at the lovely libero theater and uh and again i had the option greg Proops and joel murray opted to drive back after the show last night which i, I think was a little extreme and uh but we're staying in a cute little hotel and i'm right by the pier and i walked down by myself this morning and I was passing by all these breakfast restaurants on the holiday and they were just jammed with people because, you know, if you're not familiar with Santa Barbara, California, it's, it's touristy and it's rich white people. Um, mm. and a couple honorary Brown people. Uh, sure. And so a bunch of rich white people were lined up for breakfast. And I find I'm, I'm, I'm fundamentally against lining up for food. Yeah. Like there's restaurants, there's restaurants. Have we talked about this before? There's, there's a place called squirrel in silver lake or oh yeah I don't know if it's, and motherfuckers line up for breakfast and it's like just go somewhere <laughs> where there's not a wine yeah i it's, think it's, for it's, for breakfast it seems really extreme to me because it's like oh no like where else am i gonna buy toast and eggs yeah. you know who, it's who, like, who's who's gonna smash an avocado on some bread for me yeah and can we stop it with a goddamn avo toast oh no Put a pin in my beef about menus. But remember, remember this for me, Spencer. <laughs> but um, so I was walking down the, down the road today, and it's a glorious morning, and uh, it's you know seventy degrees, and the sun is you know glimmering off the glassy waters. And I took a walk down the pier, which I don't think I've ever done. Maybe as a kid I have. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I've ever, as an adult I, don't, I never go down to the pier. But it was I, I assumed nothing was going to be open because it was a early and b. Um, a holiday commemorating yeah. uh, the genocide of uh, the Arawak Indians. That's one of our favorite um, things to do as a country. Yes. And uh, so, no, I'm sorry. I'm confusing that with Columbus Day. It's, it's, an, it's another one of our great genocidal remem remembrance days. It's easy and, to mix uh, them all up. You know, there's so many. Yeah, they, they all become one. So yeah. I was walking down the fucking pier uh, and it's very knobbly wood. And I've got, I got the wrong shoes on. I'll tell you that much. I had, I had my Bally loafers on. And that's not good pier walking footwear mm -hmm. but I, but i get there and there's a fucking place open and there was nobody there and it was three mexican dudes and they had coffee and they had fresh orange juice and they made me huevos rancheros and they were kicking and it was just me and a very charismatic seagull just chilling next to me on the fucking railing of the pier and maybe in one of the most california moments that i can imagine a good-looking woman is paddleboarding alongside the pier she's going out to sea and she yells up oh are they open right now and the waiter goes yeah we're, we're open right now and she goes okay great i'll be right back and then she paddles off 
I was like, that, that's that's very California. And the seagull yeah. just sat there look, looking on with uh, with sang froid, and uh, he had a piece of paper in his mouth, which I thought was pretty funny. I, well, I had he a was, photo of him. He was holding court, I'm sure. Yeah, I, I think he has a name. I forgot it, but like, uh, I don't know why I want to call him Douglas. He just looked like a Douglas. <laughs> But uh, he was just he was just holding it up there, and the signs everywhere says "Do not feed the birds." And he's like, "But there was bird poop on the sign." Mm-hmm. So he's like, "Yeah, that that was his fucking protest against that bullshit." That was Douglas. That was all Douglas. Douglas um, is like, "Give this motherfucker a French fry." <laughs> oh, think, so oh, go ahead. Yeah, no, you go ahead. I was just gonna say that I think that seagulls would be a lot more successful if they, you know, had more charisma generally. You know. Douglas was, uh, he, charisma doesn't begin to describe the seagull. He had, uh, he had like a, almost an insouciant air. If, 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 if the seagull could achieve insouciance, uh, I think he was insouciant. Sure. Okay. So back to my, can I give you my, men, my travel and menu beef? Please. Cause you know, again, I think starting at the beginning of November, Right. Yeah. We've done something like 30 shows, 31. Mm-hmm. And it's not a long time. Um, we've been not, not a whole lot of days off. Um, so it's been go, 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 go. And our awesome tour manager who Spencer, you know, Morgan Groby, who is yeah. the guy that made the Harmon tour, uh, movie tour work, uh, by just being awesome. Yeah. Um, he is our, our trim manager for who's live anyway. And he's just a man. He's so good at what he does. And he, uh, he deserves every penny that we give him. And we only, we, we pay him in pennies, which I think he, we should probably up that a little bit. Sure. Um, <laughs> it's a cool job. I mean, I don't, I'm not saying it's like an easy job or anything, but it's gotta be a cool job to be all like, Hey, I'm going to wrangle all the comedy people onto the, plane or whatever you know no i think it's a nightmare i think it's it's we're all just so fussy and shit but like you know but he knows he knows what i like and don't like he knows what ryan styles likes and don't like um and so he he takes awesome care of us and the fact that we've gotten through this and don't hate each other is a miracle because uh it, it really is a lot to do with morgan making sure that we're all fed and happy and you know with a bathtub once in a while yeah so here, here's my menu problems um, yes morgan every day when we're on the road we have a link in our notes app in our phones and he will put up the menu um he will have found a, a, a restaurant for us in town that will deliver mm-hmm. the food and it will arrive at, between sound check and showtime we have dinner and so he will have found a restaurant that caters to the three vegetarians in the group uh, one guy, Joel's only caveat, Joel Murray, uh, no cilantro. Otherwise, he's omnivorous. <laughs> you can't give that guy cilantro or he'll, mm-hmm. he'll punch you. Sure. And so, so we have our things. And one that will be Indian food, or one that will be Thai food, one that will be Mexican food. And it's, it's just the best. And I love going through the menus. But here's the problem. Everybody, menus go through phases, I found. And they, <laughs> they become a menu trend. And now... I, if I see it again, and I know, I know I'm going to a million times, um, appetizers—they're not called appetizers, Spencer. They're called small you know, bites. Sometimes, but you know what they're really called? Almost—I'm going to say 85% of the time. Appetizers, shareables. No, 
That's what you're going to say. Shareables. <laughs> shareables. Oh, fuck you, shareables. First of all, if I get spring rolls, I'm not sharing these motherfuckers. Those are my spring rolls. <laughs> um, but just what, what's, what's the, the appeal of a shareable? <laughs> I don't know. Everything on the, technically, everything is a shareable. A cup of coffee is shareable. Um, so that's just a stupid fucking umbrella statement. It's a, it's a meaningless um, platitude. I don't yeah. like it. I guess appetizers must be like testing poorly or something, you know. But yeah, Cheryl's yeah. is is so stupid. Because it, I, 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 I remember the first time take? I saw it. Is this a hot take? Is that shareables are the Karens of the the sit down restaurant menu, and does yeah, that yeah. make sense? It, it does. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I mean in the, in the in the sense that I want to slap both of them. <laughs> I want to slap Karen and I want to slap oh, no. shareable. I don't want to only on behalf of you know oppressed yeah. minorities and stuff. Yeah, shareables. Um, it's just it it. it, it I, I think they're being cute and clever. I, I remember the very first time I saw appetizers on the menu. I was young, and I thought, okay, now we're now we're now we're talking like like now we're having fun. But appetizers, like that's stupid because like, we talked about my love hate relationship with portmanteau before. Sure, know? yeah. Um, so appetizers, I, I'm, I give a pass on appetizers, but I, but but clearly we're past appetizers. One time, I saw an app, uh, a menu that said. Snack a teasers, <laughs> not even snack teasers, because I've seen snack teasers and I've seen appetizers, but one said snack a teasers. I was like, snack that's teasers. <laughs> that's you. You flew too close to the sun on that one. That you. That's jumping the shark. If someone that's comes jumping. up to me and is trying to snack a tease me, my guard is instantly <laughs> raised. Like I don't want anyone yes. doing that many different things to me to no, like it's, snack it's the, me, to appetize me. You know, like I don't. That's yeah. too much. To snack a tease. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, th- I, th- I think that's, we've talked about this before, but my favorite was uh, Steve O'Donnell, the great comedy writer from Letterman and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, he he and I would t- text each other or voicemail each other back in the day. And he's like, Jeff, I'm on a Sky Mall. I'm, re- I'm reading a Sky Mall magazine while I'm taxiing on an airplane. And I'm reading about an electric blanket that boasts of its stimulaxing qualities. <laughs> stimulaxing is the snack of teasers of, of electric blanket technology. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so there's shareables, I fucking hate. And then also, they're not, they're not called sandwiches anymore, Spencer. Uh, like often it'll say sandwiches oh. and wraps. They're called handhelds. 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 I want to punch my own balls right now. <laughs> why? Why is it so hand? Why is it? You know? Why is the thing? You look at these foods and you're like, all oh, these are handholdable. Like, why yes. is that? The, I don't know. Hey, hey, can, hey, waiter, can I get some handhelds? Oh, you, you mean a knife and fork? Yes, exactly. Um, well, you know what? Can you put my coffee in a handheld? Oh, you mean a mug? That'd be yes, that'd be ideal. But a that's the thing held. is that handhelds almost Im- implies that food on a on a menu is being um it's being divided by how you operate on it. So you got yeah. you know your forked bowls, you got your handhelds, you got your plate mm-hmm. not you know your plate cuttables. Uh, naturally, plate you have cuttables. your you know the plate yeah, cuttables they should, they like should a be, steak. Yeah, they, they should be stabables. Stabables, uh, forkables, stab- scoopables, and, and, and anything else. Uh, spoonables, pour, pourables, for like drinks. Pourables. Yeah, drinks are pourables. 
Sip, <laughs> sip, 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 sip em ups. Uh, yeah, beverages are now called sip em ups. Uh, anything that you eat with knife and fork is called stab ems. And, uh, and anything that you have, to, like a French fry, sorry, but by, by the letter of the law, handheld. French fries yeah. are now handheld, you motherfuckers. French fries are handholds because of the cup. Or because you hold the hand, you hold the fry with your hands. That's what you mean. French fries aren't stabbables. They're not. They're not stabbables. They're not they're scoopables. They're handhelds. They're handhelds. Also, uh, asterisk shareable because you, you fucking don't ever eat French fries with Rob Schraub. Have I have I complained about this before? No, do tell Rob Schraub when I went to Birds Cafe, Birds Restaurant on, on Franklin and Hollywood. Never been. I've always wanted to go. It's it's pretty good, and they have lovely curly fries. And I'm not normally like I don't go out of my way for curly fries, but their curly fries are good. I love a curly and, fry, and uh, they got really good ranch dressing, and uh, the, 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 it's great dippums and great handhelds. <laughs> and uh, but shareable. Here's a problem: I ordered some French, French fries, and Rob had some. Motherfucker, never stopped eating my French fries. Like he he was chewing one and, and picking up another one. <laughs> and then putting in his mouth as he was swallowing that one and then and, and immediately like a conveyor belt like i love lizzo the chocolates like he yeah. he just his hand never stopped going back and forth from the plate to his mouth and i just sat there in in breathless wonder and i was like <laughs> motherfucker i was like should i order you some fries and like hey man he got all bummed out about it and i, I mean i overreacted because yes we can order more fries but i was like bitch like you can't you can't be more active on someone else's food than they are until like the end of the food's life. You know, like once it's the end of the dinner, then it's like, I'll start really mowing the chips off someone's table or right. something, but you know, not, uh, yeah, not the beginning. He, he, was, he was, he was eating the fries. Like they were his fries. Right. But then, it, and again, this, the fries were not under shareables on the menu. They, it was just, yeah, those were sides. Yeah. Those were sides. Like I, I'm, I'm, putting this to my side of the table and if i want you to have some yeah, well, you will get an engraved invitation and but, i think but I, I i didn't want to be a dick i didn't want to be a churl and say yeah but you want to hey, eat um, the fries waiter can i get another plate of fries because rob Schraub is mowing my fries down he he came at them like 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 with a scythe well like i'm sure you would have just said you know because rob Schraub, and then they would have said say no more and then immediately <laughs> produced yeah. like another plate of fries because you know <laughs> yeah i mean i love it i i love and worship Schraub, and i feel i, I overreacted Schraub was allowed to have fries but i i've never seen anybody eat fries with that much um gusto like or, or, or almost like a like a like a militaristic like work ethic like he was just right. gonna eat those fries he was a man on a mission yeah i don't even know if he was enjoying them i just felt like he needed <laughs> to eat all the fries shrub can have shrub can have fries shrub can have all the he, fries i don't know well, you, you said something something like that and it was really good and that was my pitch for the episode <laughs> title but now i can't remember exactly the word shrub can have the we'll, we'll, we'll let kevin sort that out yeah all right uh, and, and kevin's not with us because a we're doing it just me um non-video laying in bed uh I, I am clothed I'm, I'm wearing pants because i'm a professional yeah. um but kevin is also under the weather do we know what's wrong with him is he dying again 
uh he's mad after the last during the last record i insulted him pretty badly and i think that he can't you know see me yet i think it's going to take him a bit more time to kind of cool off it's like, oh, so he's, he's lying about being sick he's calling him oh no that guy's famously healthy he's never been sick in, a, in his life you know he's a, he's a malingerer he's kevin's completely malignant <laughs> he's no he's, he's not malignant he's backwards no, he's not he's not he's not malignant he's malingering you see that movie malignant no there's someone who's walking around all backwards they're malignant it's good good stuff i didn't see it good movie you know uh, you know i did uh, one day on the road where the fuck were we indianapolis i don't know me and morgan decided we had, we had a couple days off i think it was indy and we went to go see what's the wes anderson movie that just came out uh, uh licorice pizza no god damn it. oh no it's the other one I, look i don't even it's know what it's called anderson was the yeah no, wes anderson no i know it's called the uh the, the the something express the french the french press coffee the french express the french daily it's about a express. Look, are, you, are you looking it up right now or oh, yeah. the french called? dispatch Everyone, the french dispatch thank christ okay um to all you wes anderson fans i'm not going to bum some of you out um i walked out of that movie i gave it I gave it like I think 35 40 minutes. <laughs> um I was with Morgan who was high on edibles. He was just high. Right. He was high as a flute, high as a piccolo. And he uh so he was digging it because he's eating popcorn and he's stoned and he's watching Wes Anderson bore you to pieces. And uh style without any content at all. And why is Bill Murray in one scene and then fucking Owen Wilson's on a bicycle and then it just it, it's so dumb. And I turned to him after 10 minutes, I leaned over to Morgan and said, are you enjoying this? And he goes, I don't know. I'm really high. <laughs> I gave it 35 minutes and I boned the fuck out and called the lift and, uh, and then enjoyed the rest of my night. Um, yeah. Fuck Wes Anderson. And like, he's like Tim Burton, like for me, like that it's just style and nothing happens. Nothing happens. It's just dumb. Just yeah. dumb i oh, i'm oh, now, not a huge now it's fan. black and white now it's color now it's black and white now it's color how clever what a clever afterthought well I'm you sorry. see the oh. color um you know that symbolizes when he has love in his life you know or something i don't know i'm just making it up but uh um, so is he yeah i i'm not a huge wes anderson fan i don't dislike his movies but a lot of times i'm like eh, i don't really you know his movies are just like what's for going me, on they're, they're handhelds their handhelds. I wanted to circle back to handhelds because we you know while we're going through the menu, we might as well talk about sides. You know, like why not put them in the middle? You know, we're moving shit around. You put the sides right in the middle. Right. You know, put the steak off to the side. You know, like right. and then because if then, you if, if you get a burger and fries and the sides the fries are technically sides, right? Yeah, they're sides. Um, what's the first thing that you eat? You don't you don't pick up the burger first. You have some French fries right off the bat. Right, and you put so, the French fries right in the middle right in front of you yeah so they yeah, should be they, called they, middles i think they we should be calling them centers or, or middles or, or centers or fronts 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 yes fronts do you want any fronts put, put them up front <laughs> so we got our yeah. fronts we got handhelds we got forkables stab them ups or, stab <laughs> them up sip them down uh, <laughs> 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 uh, what are desserts called what's, what's, I mean, oh. has anybody tried to make desserts? I mean, there, oh, there's a like decadent 
after like, like <laughs> they'll, they'll try to make it like sinful you know something or others yeah stupid sinful farewells sinful <laughs> sinful i'm only referring to desserts as sinful farewell oh you know and That's i feel great. like i might have actually seen this before but happy endings is happy endings, something right. you can see on a menu Fantastic. which is yeah. you know in terms of us getting mad about stuff i think if if happy endings is something that you do see on a menu and i'm not just making this up out of the the ravings of my mad mind then that is something we should really I've, be I've, mad I, about. I have seen happy endings and, I, and I, I i wonder if they know what if they were being funny or being dirty or having a double entente yeah because why even put that in i mean unless it was like a you know an adult kind of bar night kind of vibe right. or something like it just seems okay. like a oh. weird choice so i i'm content to spend the rest of this podcast talking about menu do's and don'ts sure um here's speaking of do's there is a place called the french market in west hollywood uh right in the heart of you know gay west hollywood or on, sure. uh, kind of maybe on the on, on the border of when it, when it really starts getting gay West Hollywood, right? And uh, an ex girlfriend of mine used to live right there. And the French Market, their fruit salad, they they list all the fruit on it. Well, normally it says you know, you know a, a collection of of fruits and berries and whatnot. Mm -hmm. They always separate fruits and berries. You notice that fruits yeah. and berries. Yeah, which yeah, it's okay. You, all the classifications of foods are really fucked up, and and we don't like yeah. people are like. I think, I think, I think they say or, berries because berries implies that it's not just going to be a sad cantaloupe and a, and a shitty honeydew and, and maybe a banana and a, and a, and a, and a, a limp grape. But yeah. this, this place was like, we have bananas, we have coconut, we have uh, kiwi, we have strawberries, honeydew, honey don't. They, they threw a <laughs> honey don't in there right in the middle. Which <laughs> That's I, awesome. I, yeah, I don't know if they're doing a riff on uh, Carl Perkins or Buddy Holly or, or just, just being funny. I, I think it's good because also... There was no other comedy on that menu. That was the only <laughs> moment of satire. That's so good. <laughs> That's awesome. Honey do, honey don't. And then, and then you know, bananas, grapes. Like they, they kept going, and they just they stuck it right in the middle. And I, I love that one. Okay, so here's I love one of my a favorites. funny, um, a funny list. That's lists all. are great. Yeah, I love lists. Love a list. It's <laughs> a great Steve Martin, and we're, we're putting a pin in menu comedy. Uh, for sure. I forget which book it is, but Steve Martin has one story, and I don't know if it's called Side Effects, but one one of the stories in his you know book it's fucking hilarious, and uh, it's called let's say it's called Side Effects. I forget what it's actually called. It might be that. It might mm -hmm. not be. And it says uh, like like clopazepam, like like some medicine. Take twice daily for back pain. Warning: may cause back pain. And then the, the next three pages are all the side effects. Yeah. <laughs> Take twice daily for back pain. Warning may cause back pain and like on the next page after 50 different side effects may cause stigmata in mexicans that made me laugh, <laughs> <I> laugh. <laughs> wow Here, here's of all, of all the mistakes i've made on this glorious thanksgiving in santa oh. barbara mm -hmm. I, I forgot to bring refreshments up here i should have like a margarita or something but everything's closed Oh yeah, you could have. You know, we. Uh, I, I don't know if you recall, but on this podcast, we sometimes uh, would taste beverages, and they came out with a new Mountain Dew, Jeff. That's gingerbread oh flavored, gingerbread yeah. cookie flavored Mountain Dew. And have you tried it? Yeah, it's fine. It's like it's not good. It tastes too cookie ish. It um, 
it like right. you know ginger is like a good flavor to be in soda but then the cookie comes through and it's just kind of like a general kind of like weedy sweetness that kind right. of or like a frosting kind of saccharin sweet and then it just kind of plows over the uh the gingery no and it's fine but it's not like amazing it's more kind of like the birthday cake i guess yeah you had me excited when you said mountain dew is doing ginger but then you said bread cookie yeah that, that, well that's that, why that. i was excited was because it's like oh ginger ale that's kind of close to mountain dew anyway i could see them doing like a ginger ale kind of mountain dew that sounds great you know but it, they didn't go in that direction yeah well mountain dew once again disappoints mountain dew is my life football is life okay so have you ever been to Cantor's Deli in, in, uh, in Hollywood? Sure, yeah. Okay. And for, for those of you not from Los Angeles, Cantor's is a long-standing uh, Jewish deli, delicatessen on Fairfax, and it's been there for ages. And it, The food is okay. It's yeah, not it's the fine. Best. It's an LA institution, it's, though. Yeah, it's 24 hours, and you, you, know, you can get matzo ball soup you know, at 4 a.m., and uh, Rodney Bingenheimer, the, the mayor of Los Angeles, is going to uh, be sitting there, you know, eating a corned beef sandwich. And <laughs> is he still alive? I wonder, I wonder if Rodney on the Rock is still there. You know Rodney on the Rock, or K Rock DJ? No idea. Um, it's, it's a good documentary about him. I think it's called The Mayor of Hollywood or something like that. Mayor of Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, anyway, uh, on the menu, and I, I've. I've, I've, I've my my goal in life is to have a sandwich named after me on a menu, like like the, like the egg salad. I, I wanted to be like that. The, the Jeff Davis is the egg salad on right. Yeah. Like that's you've you've made it when you've got a sandwich on a, on a menu named after you. Yeah, There's a I, an, an Italian restaurant that's gone now called uh, Matteo's in the West Side, and the the chicken parmesan, which is a pretty famous common dish. It was not called chicken parm. It was called chicken Dabney Coleman. <laughs> he's one of my favorite actors how much chicken parmesan do you have to eat when they name it after you on a menu that's just good that's chicken awesome. i'll have the chicken dabney coleman because i i want to think of nine to five while i'm eating my chicken so on the on, on this menu the, let's say the number one was the george burns and that was a corned beef sandwich mm -hmm. you know and let's say the number three was the uh the 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 groucho marks and that would be the you know like the I don't know the, the fucking pastrami, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The number two was the Danny Thomas. And, <laughs> and if, 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 if if you're too young to know Danny Thomas, he was a famous uh, act, actor comedian of Lebanese descent. I think uh, he was father knows daddy knows best. Father knows best. He was like the biggest like comedy star of the day. He was like Seinfeld of that time, and he was also known in his secret life for loving uh, poop. He liked to be underneath oh, no. a glass coffee table and, ha and have women take a dookie uh, on the glass coffee table while he was laying beneath it and presumably masturbating. No so he was way. into the scatological, uh, uh, you know, situations. Um, so his sandwich was the number two. And, oh. and it was a hot roast beef sandwich with gravy on it. And if, if you've seen the number two sandwich, it looks like a bowl of shit. <laughs> And yeah. it's the Danny Thomas, and it is the number two. And I dated a girl, a girl briefly who is part, her family, uh, the Bloomgartens, were part, part owners of, the, of, of Cantor's. And I mm -hmm. said, please ask your ancestors 
did somebody do that on purpose? Because he's famously known for liking the poopies. <laughs> he, he loves the chocolate poopies. Stuff. He loves the chocolate. He likes. To, he likes to look at the chocolate poopies. I don't know what he did with the chocolate poopies after the chocolate poopies were on the coffee table. But I hope, um, I hope he moved out of the house. I hope he moved. No, away. I don't think. I don't think he did. I think. I think he. I think he ordered uh, some some happy endings and some sinful sinful shareables or sinful <laughs> farewells or whatever. <laughs> That's what I, I'm also <laughs> going to refer to my own shits from now on as sinful. <laughs> sin, I'm going to go have a sinful farewell. <laughs> Hopefully oh, it's a happy God. ending. And also if, for Danny Thomas, poop is mo- mostly a shareable. So, <laughs> yeah. Or, and a handheld for that matter. I was so hoping that the sandwich wasn't poopy and then it was. <laughs> then you're like, and then it looks like poop. I'm like, ugh. That's no, it was that's a, hot a bummer. Roast beef with gravy on it, and it looks like I don't want it. I don't like it. But, but, I'm so sorry. Um, the number two, I, I just I, so, but she she could not confirm or deny, and that, but now apparently it's off the menu. It, it is no longer the Danny Thomas in the number two. Mm-hmm. I'm going to guess because sales were low. Yeah, uh, I people, hope so. They Ugh. weren't really moving the number the number two. <laughs> They were, yeah, sinful, number, yeah, sinful farewell. They were constipated. I mean, think of like you, he had a huge career. I think he was like a philanthropist. You know, he was quite rich and like family man and all this stuff. But he, all I remember him for is that he was apparently in, into uh, people taking a uh, taking a dookie on him. Yeah, and I've never heard, never heard of him. Um, I and I never, I certainly never would have guessed that that was his whole deal. Um, you know, uh, Kevin has been on the show, uh, more, I mean, he's been on the show even when you're here, but, uh, we've been trying to figure out what Kevin's deal is on and off on the show. I don't, I don't know what is, do you, do you know, do you have any idea of what Kevin's deal might be? Kevin is, a, is an absolute enigma to me. I, I, the more, I, the more I know him, the more interesting he becomes. He's a fascinating, um, like he's a man of mystery. I think he's an international man of mystery. Yeah, I mean, the, 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 like, he, like he has friends on the dark web. I mean, I mean, I think he's probably on the dark web. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm pretty sure he owns all the bitcoins. Um, he he he's rich. He's exciting. He's uh, generous to a fault. He owns like a giant. It's like a giant penny, like a really big penny. It's like twelve feet tall. You, and you're not joking. No, I'm joking. um what are other what are other funny things about kevin though um he Um, revealed that he was a he was a programmer he was into programming when he was a baby and he was into tropical fish and maintaining tropical aquariums right crazy shit um he's just he's just a fascinating dude yeah and uh and he like i'll just get gift packages from him um sometimes so it, it's something that we need, like some technical thing that we need for the show. But sometimes just, just wild, just gift packages of, of like during COVID, he sent me a box like a full of twenty enormous pump bottles of wow. hand sanitizer. I, yeah. I, I have hand sanitizer for the rest of time. <laughs> yeah, I I have much less hand sanitizer than you, but I also have enough for the rest of the time because I just don't use it very much. But um. 
you know, he, uh, I told you that we had a falling out um, recently, but he did actually send me a thank you gift and it was a severed horse's head. So that's very nice. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Are you, are you joking about the falling out? You're, I, I can't tell sometimes with you, Spencer. <laughs> uh, I am joking, but I was joking on the last show and I, I think I was maybe mean. I don't, I, you know, he didn't seem too bummed out about it, but I think I was being too mean as oh. a joke and I feel self conscious about it, but, you know, whatever. Um, I, 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 I want this to escalate into the greatest podcast feud of all time yeah man i mean we're we're uh, that happens is are already harboring some pretty big feuds you know with the big man himself i'm talking of course about kumail Nanjiani. <laughs> we have a feud with him we have a feud with uh dan Harmon, uh rob schraub um was, jeff was davis kumail on the show kevin did, did come kevin up? day no kumail hasn't been on i mean maybe someday but i i he's too big like i feel like he might do it but not like he will but like i feel like it might be worth asking as opposed to not even worth asking but i don't know i, I don't want to i don't want to bother famous people for being on this fucking shitty podcast I don't know, camille's a friend of the family and also i think he like a lot of comedians i know if the, if, if they have a free moment they'll do a show mm -hmm. you know like the, yeah the people i forget who's was it sonny rollins no who's the jazz musician not Sonny Rollins. It could be him. I uh, forget. Someone Reed. can look it up. If we had Kevin, uh, he, he could look this quote up for us. But yeah, you know, uh, uh, Hapuccinos, uh, go, go do your t typey types and figure this out. But some jazz musician said, this is someone asked, like, why do you do so many shows? Like, he was always gigging. And someone said, why do you do so many shows? And his answer was, if you're not appearing, you're disappearing. It's true. I like that. Yeah. But Jeff, you know, we, we do this show and everyone loves it, but you know, we can't keep the show on the road without commercial breaks, baby. It's time for a freaking break. Let's do it. I'll see you on the other end. Okay. Hello. And we're back. My Sorry. name is Morton. Hey, it seems like I'm just, it seems like Kevin's played the ad, but he hasn't stopped. Uh, he's just playing it over the show. I'm Morton and I'm selling Jeeps old rusty jeeps someone buy my jeeps is there anybody out there i haven't seen signs of humanity in 60 years all i have is these jeeps use the promo code goblin flakes and we're back we're uh back. so yeah i I guess you know we shouldn't rely on kevin to run ads while um he's not even here but yeah we had some technical difficulties there what spencer and i had, uh, took about i would say a half hour to sort out how i could be on the phone and do this with him and mm -hmm. uh, we should have been recording that we, we obviously we couldn't because we didn't know how to record and if we did we would be doing the show but right um, listening listening to the two of us completely ineffectually trying to g gather our fucking <laughs> combined wits and do this goddamn thing was hilarious yeah as i always say it's the podcaster's paradox is uh you know the stuff that you can't record is the stuff that would be best to record you know us not being able to make the show happening was way more entertaining than any yeah. of this um, it's, the, it's the podcast heisenberg principle of yeah, uncertainty exactly. yeah i hate uncertainty and i hate heisenberg 
All that blue meth? Are you kidding me? <laughs> blue meth? Yeah. Did you watch Breaking Bad? I never saw a single minute or second of Breaking Bad. Oh, Jeff, you gotta st- we gotta end the podcast right now. You gotta start watching Breaking Bad. It is so pulse Jeff, it is so pulse pounding. Your pulse will pound. It'll be pounded. It's it's the most stressful show I've ever watched. Although I haven't watched like The Wire or anything or Sopranos. I don't know. I, I binged The Wire on DVD. Everybody, that that was an old technology that uh, you could watch things on. <laughs> I, and I and I actually picked up the DVDs from my get this video rental store down the street. What? Yeah, Video Journeys, baby. And uh, <laughs> I, I went in there one day, and I I, I love Video Journeys. It was so good. It's right down the street from me. And this is at a time when people were starting to know, know about Netflix and things like that. But I was still being a Luddite and going to the video store. Mm-hmm. And I went in there one day and, and there were a uh, couple old queens that worked there. And I, I just walk in and go like, what should I watch today? Like, what are you, what are you into? Like, tell me what I should watch. I'm like, Jeff, I'm really into old pirate movies right now. I'm like, fucking lay them on me. And so I, just, I would just go home and watch, you know, like, you know, Captain Courageous and, you know, the, the, the Black Pearl and shit like that and, you know, get my Douglas Fairbanks on. And then one, one day I, I finally succumbed to everybody bitching at me for not having seen The Wire. Sure. And it was well after it, it, it had, you know, canceled or, you know, finaled. And they, they had it on DVD and I took two, the first two discs, which is, like, I think, the first four episodes. And I put them down and the guy on the counter goes, are you watching this for the first time or are you rewatching? And I go first time, and he goes, "Oh my god, I'm so jealous. I wish I could. I, I wish I could start from the beginning." Um, the, the pilot kind of, eh, because you know pilots are usually trying to find their way. Yeah, man, that that show gets good. See, season two, <laughs> season three, fucking awesome. Yeah, I mean, Breaking Bad. I think it starts off really good. I think it grips you right away. It's yeah, it's so I mean, pulse pounding, Jeff. It's you, pulse pounding. Also, I, I, I've never seen Law and Order. I I don't know that I've ever seen a full episode of Friends or Seinfeld. I've never yeah. seen The Office either version. I've never seen Parks and Rec. Uh, what about Malcolm in the Middle? Not a no. You've never seen Malcolm in the Middle? Isn't that's the same actor from Breaking Bad, right? Yeah, how? Isn't that Brian Cranston in both? Brian Cranston, he plays Hal in uh, both. People have people theorize that it's the same guy, but that doesn't make a lot of sense. Why is it called Breaking Bad? What does that mean? I guess it's like a southern term, meaning to like, uh, like you know, kind of like become an outlaw, kind of like to okay. uh, to like embrace a life of crime. I think like it's not something like I. It's not something that like they say very much on the show, if ever. I don't. I don't remember them saying that, but I've looked Spe- it up. Speaking of Breaking Bad, Spencer, sorry to yeah. cut you off. No, please. But I sense that you were trailing. Yes, uh, I'm. I'm a. I'm a pacer. I was. I, I the first. You know, chunk up until just about now, I've been laying in my hotel room bed as, as we've been talking. Mm-hmm. But th- then I got up because I had a boogie and I needed to go uh, get a Kleenex. Sure. So now I'm pacing because I'm a pacer. Um, speaking of Breaking Bad, J. Crew socks. I like J. Crew socks because I like they have stripes and they have little funky designs sometimes. These motherfuckers break the second time you wear them. Like, I'm looking down right now and they're just full of holes. <laughs> I've, I've worn this pair of socks twice. Yeah. Those socks I, are I, fucking it, breaking bad. 
they're breaking bad Nick. <laughs> they're breaking so bad <laughs> fucking are they they're broken they're not even they're, they're, they're uh, no not really uh, you know, you get like a few for like a, like a package deal. I'm not sure exactly how much, but they, they should cost a lot less considering the fact that they're almost disposable. <laughs> yeah. They should come with wrappers. Yeah. What am I, Jerry Lewis? You know, Jerry Lewis supposedly never wore the same socks twice. He only wore a pair of socks once. Yeah. I've, um, it really is. There, there are a few greater pleasures than putting on a brand new pair of socks. I know. I, I've uh, run the numbers multiple times in my life just to be all like, okay. If I wanted to embrace this lifestyle, what would I actually have to sacrifice? And it's not that bad. It's certainly a lot cheaper than like smoking weed. Um, but like, wait, wait, I was wait, something different socks every day. Yes. If I bought, if every, you know, the same way some people buy coffee or something, if every week I bought seven pairs of socks ish, you know, and wore them new every day. Um, how much, you know, would I be paying per week? I'm sure this was before inflation. So I'm sure it's a lot more expensive now if I had to guess, but it seemed like it was something I could do. It's just the hassle, you know, if you, you either got to order them online a bunch of times or you got to keep going to the store, uh, every week for socks. So it's like, that seems like a bit of a hassle, but I, it's something, I mean, cause it's nice to wear, you know, fresh socks. Yeah, I mean, it, it's certainly, if, if you're if a Starbucks junkie and you go out and get like a seven dollar latte every morning, that's that's more expensive than a, than a, a new pair of socks. But it is depending yes. on what depending on what your quality of socks you know standard is. Right, but yeah, you could get a decent like a, a half decent pair of socks for less than you know five lattes a week, probably almost certainly. Um, I, I thought I thought this is pretty cool. I mean, again, he's rich, so this is not necessarily the most relatable thing. <laughs> um, but Drew, Drew Carey, um, when, when he, back when the Drew Carey show was on, which is, you know, pretty, pretty busy schedule. And then you have your hiatus and you're off for a while. So he would just take his motorcycle and he would go like to Montana and then like, he would just take a giant road trip mm-hmm. and he, he would only bring a backpack and he would put like, he just, he, he, he always wore just like gap clothes, you know, just like chinos yeah. and an untucked shirt and just gap stuff. And whatever motorcycle gear he needed. And when his clothes and his backpack got dirty, he would, you know, go to the hotel and he would FedEx his clothes to his house, his dirty clothes. <laughs> he would just mail his clothes home and then he would go to another gap and buy new clothes. Mm-hmm. And then when he, and he goes, yeah, the great thing is you come home and you got, you, you got all, you got all these clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Oh, rich people. Yeah. But then again, it's not, it's not prohibitively expensive, I guess, but you know, but like you, you, you know, if, if you want to take a big ass road trip and you, you don't want a big suitcase with you. Yeah. And people spend money on trips, you know, so it's like you could adjust your budget to, to have it be like that instead of buying, you know, souvenirs or something, you know, it's like, it's something you could manage on a, you know, the, the, the rich part is like taking a lot of crazy trips, I guess. Right. Cause who can afford it these days? With these gas prices, Jeff, you know about the supply oh. chain. That's are you are you feeling Spencer? Can I ask you a personal question? Sure. Are you feeling the pinch at the pump? Oh my God, Jeff! That's I'm a not. saying that that, that 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 almost brings us back to menu comedy. Um, <laughs> if I like, like morning DJ, like radio DJ, like drive time. Hey, who's feeling the pinch at the pump? Yeah, I, that's. Oh. We got to set up. We got to ask people. I should, uh, I should try and do a remote piece asking people if they're feeling the pinch of the pump. <laughs> but I'm not, I'm feeling okay. Um, I guess, yeah, you know, because I'm so maybe, privileged. 
I don't know. I'm, I, I know I'm biting off more than I can chew right now, but because I'm pacing around with my headphones on, my Bluetoothies, my blue teeth, um, blue teeth. I could walk around and do remote remote pieces, and we, we we could have like I could just stop people in the street and say you're on that happens. Yeah, and, uh, nah, I that. think that could be good. And I don't want to you know, people, give you work. You know, people, people don't want to fucking be close to each other. I, I mean, meaning I don't want to be close to a stranger right now. Right. I think people are more comfortable being close to you than you are of them. You know, they're just frightened people. Um, you, you know, it's kind of cool. Maybe you don't know who this person is. Did, did I already tell you about who came to the show last night? Uh, no. Uh, we, we did the gig and we, because of COVID restrictions, no one's allowed backstage, like not, not even friends and family. Uh-huh. So, which, which we kind of like, cause like you, you do the show and then you can just leave. And like, yeah. like often like you, there's like 15 people come backstage and, you know, you hang out and sometimes like, I just want to just fuck off, get back to the hotel <laughs> uh-huh. mm-hmm. and by hotel, I mean the bar. And, uh, but so uh, last night, the stage manager comes back and he goes, Hey, um, Alan Parsons is outside. He saw the show and wants to meet you guys. I don't know if you know uh-huh. Alan Parsons from the Alan Parsons, Alan project. Parsons project. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, he produced a lot of really groovy shit. Like he was involved with, you know, Floyd and, and, uh, uh, Abbey road and some, some Beatles stuff. And like, he, as an engineer and he produced like Al Stewart and fucking pilot and mm-hmm. all, all sorts of crazy shit. So we, we, I went and I had a drink with him after the show and, uh, part of his project was there and, uh, uh-huh. they, they've invited me to Thanksgiving lunch with them. And I'm torn if I want to go or not, because I'm enjoying being alone today. I'm so happily just wandering and reading my book. I don't know if I want to be around people. Yeah. That's your tour kind of persona. You know, when you're touring, a lot of times you're just being reclusive, like a recluse, like a brown recluse spider or something. A white recluse. Yes. Yeah. A white recluse. Yes. But, but, but twice as deadly because white people, Oh my God. Yeah. House fucker. White people (laughs) really, 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 uh, really getting away with shit lately. yeah so you know i don't know maybe kevin can put in the nazis are at it again music but kyle rittenhouse was uh found not guilty so (laughs) but fucking homeboys uh got all convicted of murder in the aubrey killing so that was good yeah armad aubrey they got a they did not get away with it but they they would have got away with it if it weren't for those Those pesky kids pesky kids no but really they weren't (laughs) going to be charged until people started like yelling at the government saying like look at this fucking video footage you're not going to charge these people with murder they were just not going to get charged and then they eventually like months later filed charges finally after uh the public outcry but they would have just not even gone to trial i didn't watch much of it because i the news gives me a pain like i'll i'll, yeah. I'll read about it later but uh, I, I saw bits and pieces of the prosecution's like closing arguments and the woman i think yeah she was she put she she made it the, the jury understand it because she spoke to them like knuckleheads she's like it's like it's like a sports game it's like it's like the super bowl like, like she broke she broke it down and really just general terms like like n- not legal fancy pants talk she just like she spoke to them on their level and uh, i think that was very effective yeah that's always what my instinct is whenever i see people lawyering i'm like why can't you just say it's like what if this happened would you let that it's like it's the same thing there must be some sort of reason why that's not like good legal procedure procedure or something but that's always yeah my uh my instinct because it's like come on you guys realize what we're talking about? It's so black and white. I mean, you know, not all court cases are like that, but a lot of them are. But 
you know. And then Rittenhouse has a photo op of Trump like a couple days ago. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I just don't even. You know, the thing is, we it, different people need different levels of exposure to the fact, the truth that we live in a very white supremacist country. Um, so, you know, I think when I was on Twitter, when I was, it was like 2009 or whatever, when I first joined Twitter, you know, I, I learned a lot about police brutality and stuff and it really changed a lot of my politics around but like you know a lot of the people you already know this shit so seeing you know a guy walk away literally you know uh from murder um is you know it's more of the same like a lot of people don't need to know it but then a lot of people like probably do need to have their face rubbed in this shit and be like no he got away with what is clearly just you know killing people um i don't know i don't want to talk too much about it It just like it just bums me out because it's like at some point it's like you know i don't just want to keep shocking people by showing all this terrible news but at the same time i think a lot of people are in really really deep denial about how fucked up everything is you know i I, I didn't know that we had a a musical sting for uh the nazis are at it again Oh yeah, we got an intro and an outro. It's uh, by Gastonod. He's he's been cooking up some some real beats. We gotta we gotta get him on the show. Talk to him. You know, see what's going on that crazy head of his. You know what um, I think is really alarming is that the NRA is trying to like soften the image of uh, assault rifles by not Mm. they don't they don't they don't want them to be called assault rifles anymore. You know you know what they're calling them now? Um, no handhelds. Handheld. <laughs> and you know they call bullets? Shareables. Shareables. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think it's a good ending for our show right now. I, I, yeah. I've got to go. Uh, I've got to go wander. It's, it's been so nice to uh, be back and chatting with you, Spencer. I've missed you. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, it's. We're. I'm afraid we're out of time. It looks like we did have Jeff on the line, but it looks like we couldn't get him to him today. But it was nice talking to you um, for sure. It was great catching up. If you didn't know this. Uh, the audience i you know haven't really talked to jeff much at all we've texted maybe in kind of like two volleys of texts you know a couple but i it's great to get in touch with you jeez <laughs> absolutely and, and um my, my schedule uh listens up a lot um I, I we have we have like five gigs right now we go back to la for a second then i go to florida for a week and then i, I come back home and i get my uh, my, my nose fixed so i'll i'll i'll, oh, I'll, nice. I'll, I'll be very podcast available because i'll i'll be one of those uh people that walks around hollywood with a a, a nose job you know the, with the, the the gauze and the tape on my face and i plan on hanging out in beverly hills with a poodle in a in a, in a, a louis vuitton bag mm. and uh having a nice uh chinese chicken salad like like all the uh, beverly hills gals man jones on third has a really nice chinese chicken salad very unhealthy i'm right. sure but um yeah, it's, it's mostly sugar, but I, I, I need like a fake chicken. Oh, somebody make a nice vegan Chinese chicken salad. That sounds good. That does sound really good. You could probably do that with some seitan or something. Oh, no, it's, oh yeah, there's, there's, there's loads of fake chickens. Oh, I might get on that tonight. Ooh, baby. Um, All right. Well, uh, I, I, I hate to uh, say farewell, but I, you know what? It's almost a sinful farewell. Yeah. <laughs> I hate seeing you leave, but I love to share a <laughs> sinful farewell with my buddy Jeff. <laughs> and that means he likes to poop. <laughs> All right. So number two. 
This is number two. Uh, this is brought to you by Danny Thomas and the number two sandwich down at Cancer's Deli on Fairfax and, Avenue. And also that one old guy's Jeeps. The show is brought to you by that guy's Jeeps. Yeah. Six, 60 year old Jeeps. He hasn't seen humanity in 60 years. And so these, yeah. are, these are, these are early model Jeeps. It's not clear. Like he might be in a time rift or some sort of alternate reality that he can only like send ads out of or something. It's not clear. We, you know, maybe we'll figure it out as, as time, time gresses, but yeah, I, I don't think wanna... it's a time, a, a time fisher. Oh, I'm callback city right oh, now. Man. I'm calling them all back. Are you taking notes over there? <laughs> no, I'm just, a, I'm, I'm, my, my mind is like a teal strap. My man's free balling over here and still making deep, deep pulls. And like all a I teal can do strap. Is, I don't know what that means. It's it's a splinterism of steel, uh, like a steel trap. Oh, a but I steel think it's trap. Say, but I think it's funny to have to picture your mind being a teal strap. So you don't like portmanteaus, but you like a spoonerism. Oh, I'll spoonerize shit. Yeah. That's why all I right. like cop porn. <laughs> I love this nice... Hot buttered cop porn. Hot butter. <laughs> hot, hot buttery cop porn. All right, I'm leaving. Uh, all love right. you all. Bye, happy chinos. See ya. All right, Spencer. Check you later. I'll see you later. I'll and I won't keep talking to the podcast after you leave.